Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Care Patrol of Connecticut in New York is your number one partner for securing safe senior living options and navigating the senior care continuum. Their services are at no cost to you, and they guide you through the entire process. Visit www.carepatrolct.com for details. And welcome back to the show. Sean Scanlon joins us. I'm so delighted he's coming back on the show. He is our comptroller. That's with an MP, comptroller of the state of Connecticut. And he is here every single time that he comes to educate us exactly about what a comptroller does because we can't hear it enough. Uh, welcome back, Sean Scanlon, to the Lisa Wexler Show today. Hello. Hi. Good to, good to be here, Lisa. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I read this very exciting news Flash, this news report, that you are announcing that Connecticut residents can now sign up for a prescription drug discount card. Now, that's pretty exciting to have prescriptions and discounts in the same sentence. So what are we, what are we talking about here, Sean? Tell me. What are we talking about? Yeah. So earlier this month, uh, the state launched this first ever prescription drug discount card called Array RX. And basically what it is, is a card that every single one of your listeners can download right now at Array, A-R-R-A-Y-R-X-Card.com. And within a few minutes, they can get a card that they can use at 98% of the pharmacies in Connecticut to lower their healthcare costs when it comes to prescription drugs. And the way that we do that is by entering into a multi-state collaborative that is using sort of the bulk buying power to then give everybody access to cheaper drugs. And so far, we've had about 11,000 people sign up for it, and hundreds of people uh, have seen lower costs on their drugs, which is great so far. So this has nothing to do with whether or not you have insurance coverage. You can't use this and your insurance at the same time. Uh, But you can use this card as a tool, for example, in your toolkit, that what we tell people to do is go into your pharmacy, talk to the pharmacist and say, hey, if I use my ArrayRx card, what would the cost be versus if I use my insurance? And whatever one is cheaper, you should use it. 
That's fantastic because I have a drug. It's the only, it's the only prescription medicine that is my prescription medicine. And, uh, and the state of Connecticut, which, you know, you and I can talk about that plan that I'm on, they don't want to cover it. They only want to cover me for the generic and the generic doesn't work. And my doctor keeps telling them the generic doesn't work for Lisa. Can you please cover the other one? And they don't want to. So I have to pay out of pocket the whole thing myself. So I'm going to try this. Yeah, that's a great example of what this is good for, right? Three, three people really in particular this is good for. Number one, obviously people who are uninsured uh, that, that can't have insurance, this is a good tool for them. Number two is people who have high deductible health plans, which, by the way, is most people out there in the world today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know how that works, Lisa. Basically, you have to spend a ton of money oh. before you even have insurance. Uh, th- this is good for that, too. But then the third part is, is basically you uh, and specifically seniors who have uh, Medicare or people who have good insurance, traditionally good insurance, but maybe they don't cover a single drug this is a good tool for those people to use at the pharmacy. And is it for all medicines or is it only some medicines? No, you can, it's, it's basically uh, the way that it works to get really wonky with you is that the state essentially is jumping on to an existing what's called a pharmacy benefit manager contract. Okay. And this pharmacy benefit manager is called Navitus. They have a contract to cover prescription drugs with 98% of the pharmacies in Connecticut. And so when you go into a pharmacy, uh, you're basically using a card that is accessing the pricing that's dictated by this company called Navitus. Oh, so you're buying into a gigantic group plan. It's, it's very confusing and wonky, but at the end of the day, all your residents need to know is ArrayRxCard.com. It's quick, it's easy, and most importantly, it's free to sign up, and you can try to use it. And if it helps you save some money, that's great. If it doesn't, just keep it in mind for the next time you get a different prescription because it might have a different impact on that drug. Good thinking, good to know. Okay, so Sean Scanlon, so you're the comptroller. Tell me how you see your mission as the comptroller. What are you in charge of? And and because and, 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 I'm seeing that you're doing this, it's not obvious to people in Connecticut that someone who would be the comptroller would be interested in this or care about doing this kind of thing. What is the mission of the comptroller? Well, the, the beauty and the curse of being comptroller is that most people don't really know what it is that I do. And I do a lot of different things that sometimes if I post something on Twitter, I'll get some people responding saying, that's not your job. Why are you doing that? But it actually is my job. Uh, and so in, in a nutshell, I am the chief fiscal officer of the state. Uh, Wikipedia says that I'm the chief fiscal watchdog of the state. Uh, So that's doing the basic things that you'd expect. We're doing all the accounting for the state. We're paying the bills. We're paying the state's employees. We're monitoring the state of the state budget every month and reporting that out publicly. But then there's this whole other side of what we do, and that's healthcare, right? I run the largest employer-sponsored insurance plan in the state, 220,000 people get health benefits through my office that we directly negotiate we run a plan like a RareX, this drug discount card. Right now, uh, I'm running a flood mitigation program in Hartford. We run really? the MyCT uh, Saving Small Business Retirement Plan. So we do a lot of things, Lisa, 
but at the end of the day, uh, really, my vision is, can we continue making fiscal progress in our state, turning our state's finances around? That's where I spend most of my time on, but we do do a bunch of other stuff. Hey, I have a question from a listener about Array. A-R-R-A-Y-R-X card.com. That's the website. I'm on it right now. Very user-friendly. Right after the show, I'm going to get on and get one myself. A listener from Greenwich wants to know, hold on, let me get it right here. Is there a way I can see in advance online what a drug will cost? Yes. And that's another very cool part of the RRX card, which is that on their app, which you can download when you download the card, there is a tool that you can look up the specific drug at the specific pharmacy uh, and be able to sort of take a little bit of a shopping approach to it. So that way, you know, you're not driving all the way down there and you can sort of do your own homework. But if you're not the kind of person that's good with apps or computers and you're not super comfortable with that, which is a lot of people, uh, you know, we suggest that you just go down to the pharmacy and you can talk directly to the pharmacist about it. But if you are that kind of, you know, savvy shopper and consumer, then you can definitely do that on their website. Well, what I like about it, I want to repeat this, A-R-R-A-Y, the word array, R-X, card, C-A-R-D dot com, array, R-X, card dot com. What I like about it is I think, and this I want to ask you, you know something, I'm talking to the right person, Sean. So you know that I'm a member of the state employee's health benefits because of my job as a probate judge. And one of the things that really annoyed me is that I immediately found out that I can no longer use my former independent pharmacy, Acorns, which I was a patron of Acorns for over 20 years. And I had to say goodbye to them when I became a judge because I was hostage to CVS because I was told immediately that only CVS is where I could fill prescriptions. So two things about that. First, can you please address that? Because it always seemed to me to be counterintuitive for the state of Connecticut as a state to basically hurt small businesses by taking away a pool of so many hundreds of thousands of employees who could no longer use the small independent pharmacies. But secondly, it seemed to me that this ArrayRxCard.com is good because I could probably walk into Acorns and ask them about this drug because it's a completely separate way of paying for the drug. So I'm right about that, right? Like I could do that at Acorns. Well, no? Um, yes, you can use ArrayRx at, at Acorns. But back to your first point, Lisa, there's yes. a little bit of a misconception about that. You okay. definitely can use small independent pharmacies with the state employee health plan. Uh, and a lot of the independent pharmacies are participants in that plan, but there are some that do not like the plan and have not joined it. I don't know off the top of my head whether that particular pharmacy is one of them or not, uh, but there are dozens, if not uh, hundreds, of independent pharmacies across the state that do participate in the state employee health plan. It's not true that you have to only use CVS. Uh, for your drugs as a state employee. Well, that's so, good to know uh, because I thought it said Caremark. About it, but... I thought the card said Caremark CVS on it or Caremark, which was owned by CVS. Well, yeah. So it, it, we have a pharmacy benefit manager relationship with CVS, and we do uh, encourage folks to look at CVS just because we do have a good relationship with them and the costs are cheaper because of that relationship. 
But if you're the kind of person that likes to support your independent pharmacy, which I don't blame you, independent pharmacies are awesome, uh, you can still do that, but they have to be within the network of our pharmacy contract. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, we have a question for you from Diane from Norwalk. Diane from Norwalk, you're on the air with Sean Scanlon, our comptroller. Uh, good morning. Thanks so much for taking my call. Um, Lisa, I actually listened to you in a slight delay um, on my mechanism here, so not sure if this any question has been answered already. But um, uh, thank you, Mr. Hanlon. My question is um, actually twofold. One is when you say that you act as a watchdog um, agency fiscally, is that also over like the kind of the quasi-governmental agencies like the Connecticut State Lottery? Do you have um, control over that group? Yeah, so so that's a great that's a great question, and uh, the one that has come up quite often lately has been the Port Authority, which is another of the quasi's that has that received a fair, bit, <laughs> a, a, a fair bit of of negative attention. And the answer to that is not really, because quasi's are considered quasi's for a reason. They were developed to sort of be quasi's, or aka outside of the traditional structure of government, to be a little bit more nimble and to be able to do things sort of differently. But as we've seen from the troubles at the Port Authority and with some other agencies, you name the lottery, uh, there is a need in my mind to better have oversight over those. And one of the things that my office is doing right now, as we sort of look towards the next legislative session in 2024, is to look at perhaps introducing legislation to strengthen oversight over those quasi-agencies so right. that my agency and others can look under the hood and see what's going on when we see costs going up or if we see ethical issues. And so a uh, great question and something that we are actively looking to do in the next legislative session. Great. Thank you so much. I mean, I think most of us understand the um, the benefits of, you know, autonomy and, like you said, being nimble, but sometimes um, that leaves us um, vulnerable with in both of those cases that, I, that we cited right there. I had another quick question for you, too. Um, I sometimes have watched the Bond Commission um, meetings that are on the um, state government station, um, and I, those things happen kind of rapid fire in terms of how things get approved, and I wondered... Um, is it because it, there's been a great amount of due diligence done by the time it comes to the vote, or is it just a given that it, that it's going to be approved because it made it to the bond commission? So that's a, another good question. Typically, projects that get to the bond commission have been heavily vetted by both the agencies that people are applying to for the funding 
uh, or through the governor's office, where they are very, very diligently looking at these projects uh, in order to make sure that they meet the high bar to get on to the bonding agenda. And the agenda is given out to the members of the bond commission well in advance, and we can sort of do our own due diligence and research on them, which is why uh, sometimes you'll see it moves quick. But then there are instances where people do have questions, and there is a bit of a dialogue about specific projects that, uh, you know, perhaps raise the uh, the attention of, of somebody. Um, but what I would also say is that uh, under Governor Lamont, we have dramatically reduced the amount of bonding that we've done. And bonding for listeners who aren't super well-versed in this is essentially the projects that we're putting on the state's credit card, essentially. So investment in infrastructure and physical infrastructure uh, projects, um, all of that is through the bonding. And uh, Governor Lamont's first year in office, he did what's called a debt diet, where we didn't really bond a ton. Obviously, COVID changed that a little bit, and we're sort of changing that a little bit now. Um, but to his credit, we have done significantly less bonding than other uh, administrations. And I think that that's a good thing as we try to get our fiscal house in order. Great. Thanks. Thanks so much. And thanks also for the work you've done on the uh, website here where we're able to search the bond allocation database, I think you call it. So there's greater transparency and more, you know, information available to someone like me just to hop on and do my own research. Sorry, Lisa, took a bunch of time. No, I love it. Diane, you're such a wonderful, educated, you know, citizen. I love having you on. Thank you. Your 20s in the mail. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you okay. both. Thanks, <laughs> Have a good Diane. Day. Bye. Bye-bye. And, you know, by the way, Sean, we're chatting with Sean Scanlon, the comptroller of the state of Connecticut. That's Diane C.C. She spells her name C-E-C-E. She's head of something called the East Norwalk Neighborhood Association. You know, people are so lucky to have people like her in their neighborhood because she really is an unpaid volunteer citizen watchdog. And she comes out with so much information that everybody in her neighborhood gets to know because she's so committed to making sure that people know it. People like that That's are so great. valuable. And I think we, she, what she just said at the end there, I think is important for listeners to know, which is that under my predecessor, Kevin Lembo, we've really made great strides to be transparent. And that's another big part of my job too, is just making sure people like her have access to whatever information that they want. And I think that anytime anybody uh, in the citizenry can look at the same data that anybody else can get from inside the government. It's a good thing to keep us accountable. And you can do that all through our open CT tools that you can find on my office. Hey, by the way, are you at liberty to say, how is Kevin Limbo? Um, you know, uh, I think he's working on his health. Uh, he obviously very sadly resigned from office in December of 2021 and uh, was was really quite sick. And most people, including myself, who was a friend of his, did, didn't really know. Um, but he's uh, he's doing okay. He's working on his health, and he's uh, just trying to enjoy his retirement. I'm glad to hear that. He was, you know what, he did very well, and I bet you do the same. But he did a really good job of physically going around the state and introducing himself to people. I once met him at some gathering, I don't know if it was the League of Women Voters or whatever it was, it was something like that. It was a luncheon, and he was always just really gregarious and accessible, uh, and it was very nice to meet him. Yeah, he uh, he is a great guy and, and was a great public servant and comptroller, and uh, we really are grateful for his service. And he kind of blazed the trail of comptrollers of sort of turning this job into – 
sort of more than it was previously. And I'm grateful to him for blazing the trail on that. Sean Scanlon, I want to thank you for coming on the show. So the big announcement today is ArrayRxCard.com, A-R-R-A-Y-R-X-C-A-R-D.com for all Connecticut residents. Another way, another way to see if you can get your prescription drugs cheaper. Easy peasy, signing on online. You'll get your card. You'll be able to see online if you want to ahead of time whether or not the drug that you want to price is actually included, but otherwise you take it with you and you go to whatever pharmacy you want and you say, which is cheaper. And uh, chances are that maybe we can make some inroads in, in having cheaper prescription drugs. So that's really fantastic. Sean Scanlon, thank you so much for providing it to us. You're welcome, Lisa. Good to be on as always. Thank you so much. We'll see you hopefully next month. Sean Scalen, the Comptroller of the State of Connecticut on the Lisa Wexler Show. We'll be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.